everyone, welcome to Becoming Stronger. Uh, this is a fitness lifestyle show where we talk to experts to share bite-sized fitness content with busy people. The show is no longer than 30 minutes, so let's get started. Today we have Carol, a good friend with us. And Carol, how are you doing? I'm good. <laughs> uh, so she's uh, into bodybuilding and uh, she's also a fitness instructor. Can I say that? In yes. Fitness First. Yeah. So maybe you can share more about yourself. So what do you do at Fitness First? Hi everyone, I'm a group exercise instructor at Fitness First. So I teach classes like Body Palm, RPM, which is an indoor cycling program. Um, other programs like BOSU, TRX, suspension training. Yeah, and also I'm starting to teach yoga as well. Oh, and what's BOSU? What's that? Bosu is actually, okay, Bosu is a brand. So there's oh. two products by Bosu. You have the Balas Ball. You also have the Balance Trainer, which is the dome-like thing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and that one works your core a lot, trains your balance. It's actually, if I'm not wrong, mm-hmm. it was meant to be a rehab tool. Yeah. Oh, Bosu. People now use it for training as well. Suspension? Eh? Is it like aerial class where you fly around on the the rope? Mm. Suspension training, you were saying? Yeah, suspension is whereby you are being lifted off the ground. Um, that one works your core a lot as well. Yeah, but if you are talking about the one that flies people around, that's called aerial yoga. Oh, <laughs> that's called aerial yoga. I, oh, I, mm, yeah, sometimes I see on Instagram, right, like people fly around, I thought, wow, damn solid. The core muscle is, uh, <laughs> it's a lot of training for that. Uh, aerial yoga, actually, sometimes, uh, it can be easier or harder. Yeah, I just took the course. So now, now I'm training to be an instructor for aerial as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, but, uh, mm. this kind of training, right, does it affect your, uh, uh, your body building because all these are strength training so it actually helps right um, you mean suspension or uh, you mean? like all this core training uh, because uh, does it like uh, because you need to when you, when you are going for competition you do bulk mm-hmm. out right all this will help you turn leaner or actually I don't I don't really quite know does it affect your training if you are ever going for a competition I would say, um, <laughs> okay, yes and no. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, because I have lesser energy when I'm doing my workout. Oh, okay. So, because it actually helps you balance out what you don't train when you are training for bodybuilding. Mm. Yeah. So what I'll say that is bodybuilding is mostly strength, ice, um, Isolation, static exercises. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, Bosu suspension orders is more, I would say, functional training. It's like things you do, exercises or things you do in your daily lives. Yeah, which static, which isolation exercise don't train you for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yoga, of course, when you do so much strength, you need the flexibility and mobility as well. Mm-hmm. So it all goes hand in hand yeah oh hey, though, 
that time mm. I think to the listeners, uh, I got to know Carol when I was selling I was selling bike stuff, and I went Credit Suisse. Then I met her. She used to be in the banking industry. Oh yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so how do you got into bodybuilding? Uh, how did I get that? I'd say it was like a gradual path. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in I was in canoeing when I was in junior college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. The weight training started from there. Like, like um, the girls like quite hardcore. We like bench like super heavy stuff. <laughs> so after that, when I went to uni and the rest of my peers stopped doing it, I was still like, you know, it became like a, a regime, a routine where like it makes you feel good, it empowers you, and I still go. I still keep going for all those long runs which I used to do in canoeing. <laughs> so. I just became addicted to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uni, I was in uh, Dragon Ball for a while, but I quit after that. Uh, I just focused. I just went on um, online, find more workouts to do, constantly learn more. And like in a gym, we don't really have much girls. So some guys would talk to me and, you know, you would hear towards hear to a bit, learn a bit here, learn a bit there. Yeah. But from bodybuilding mm. to taking part in bodybuilding competition. Oh, that one came when I was working. Oh. Yeah. That's when you have more money. <laughs> when you're a student, you have no money to think about so much stuff like supplements and everything. Yeah, so. When I was working then, uh, you know more people as well. And then uh, you got more time, not really more time, but you don't have to do homework anymore or assignments. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're free or you're not working or lunch break, you just chomp to the gym, hit the weights. Yeah, that's when like friends will be asking me or like the PTs will be telling me, hey, you look, uh, you got potential. Why don't you try to compete? Yeah. Was so, there a role model? I mean, like, like for example, uh, early on when we were having a competition, I, uh, I'm into yoga. And that's because I have kind of like a role model that guy is called Patrick Beach, right? He's, he's downward facing dog, going back, it's like floating, so I'm very inspired. So when you were, when you were preparing or moving <clears throat> into bodybuilding competition was there a female athlete of your like being your role model oh yeah then of course um, you know social media picked up there was Instagram mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I started following like a few professional bodybuilders mm-hmm. and I usually follow the female ones because the guys are a bit too uh, not what I want to look at oh <laughs> yeah. okay so um I think the main two women that I followed was uh, I can't remember her name. I think it's uh, wait, uh, wait, uh. <laughs> not important anymore. That's why I forget already. Uh, <laughs> After competition, forget already. Wait, 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 wait. No, it's I stopped following Instagram. Oh, okay. The you know, have you found your two role model? Yeah. <laughs> So the first one is Juliana Alakan, and the second one is Dana Lynn Daly. Are they local? Nah, more lah. Oh. 
Yeah. Any local ones? Any one local. of the local ones? Role model? Uh? Um, yeah, a lot. Uh. A few. Uh. Local, there's two. Mm-hmm. So, one of them is actually my secondary school senior. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, you know Melissa? Melissa Sarawi. Oh, I saw the Instagram photo before. Yeah. <laughs> the other one is... Uh, Doreen Yo, uh, she goes by Tara Yo now, Tara Bacon Yo. Oh, the Melissa one, her Instagram photo. I, I think I saw, I, I saw it because of the, uh, of the nutrition that she is, uh, like, sharing, uh, like the team optimum nutrition. Uh, that oh, yeah, they she's think, the Because they also do it for, like, triathlon or this, uh, this mm. yeah, that's why I saw it. So that was how you got into uh, like bodybuilding, then bodybuilding competition. Then uh, yeah, so I after that like like they planted the seed of taking part in competition into my brain. Uh, so I signed up for my first local con two years ago. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah, that's the first one. Then. Do you still remember the experience the first one? Like how 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 do you prepare? For the bodybuilding, like your day today <laughs> is like every day. All the way in New York. Oh, first one. First competition was in New York. And no, no, first first one was in Singapore. Oh, was in Singapore. Yeah, two thousand fourteen. Two thousand fourteen, and uh, you took how long to prepare? A year, six months. More than six months. More than six months, mm. and at that time you were working. So how's your day today like? Like, mon- morning train, go to work, afternoon train, go back to work, then dinner train. Morning a bit hard lah, because the time I work in like, wala, Ulu Pandang Changi. Oh, okay. Uh, and the time Fitness First didn't have a uh, Changi gym, I didn't have a gym there. Okay. So, I had to try to squeeze my workout after work. After work? Yeah. One, uh, seven days a week, or... No la, I train about five days a week. Yeah. Five days a week. Actually, I want to ask you a bodybuilding competition, right? The mm. so if you were to put into percentage, uh, roughly uh, roughly, will you say that seventy percent is training, thirty percent is diet? Nah, just anyhow giving a number, but I think you should check around. Thirty percent training, seventy percent diet. Ah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's uh, how crucial it is. <laughs> So during that period of time, right? Uh, besides tra- training, so what do you do in a typical training set? Two hours, one and a half hour. Um, back then you I was working, so time was more limited. I would try to squeeze within one hour long. So yeah. um, one hour. Uh, so you train five days, right? So every day yeah. different body parts, or usually it's total body parts. No, every day, different body parts. Sometimes I might combine two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, that's why two years ago and how I train now is very different because as you go along, like, things, some things work for you, some things don't work for you and you learn more stuff, you switch things around. Mm-hmm. Like, back then, my nutrition wasn't, um, I wasn't very, mm, I wasn't very good with it. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't count my macros, I didn't, 
while I was eating, I just eyeball it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So your so I want to talk about the training part, right? Mm. So what is the okay? So for example, if you are that day you are doing your back and shoulder, so what will you do? What would I do? Yeah, in, in if you are preparing for a competition, you will do uh, heavy weights or. So I, I want to know like how how do someone actually prepare for bodybuilding competition? Uh? Mm, I wouldn't really focus so much on the weight, but something sufficient whereby I can feel the muscles working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, usually I'll go by like a few sets, like four sets of maybe 12 to 15 reps. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much of short, short sets. Yeah. It really depends uh, because sometimes you I also want to try to switch things up mm-hmm. but usually I have a pretty much a fixed plan yeah which I might change as I go along okay so it's a bit hard to tell you uh, what so bodybuilding right the competition what mm. do they judge in terms of the like how bulk you are how lean you are how defined you are or I would say it's basically about three to four things I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. First one is symmetry. Oh, uh, symmetry, it means the left hand side of the tricep and the right hand side of the tricep has to look yeah, same yeah. size. Oh, okay. Then you got proportion. So you're looking for someone with a very X-shaped kind of figure. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, you cannot have like a very big upper body, then your legs are like tiny, mm-hmm. like chopsticks. Or okay. cannot be PD bottom, then the upper body is too small. So okay. now you look like a pair. Okay. Yeah. Then the third one is uh, conditioning, which is how how your muscles look. Is oh. it enough? The kind of thing. Yeah. Then, uh, is there a different category? Yeah, yeah there are. So... Uh, the women, you have okay. Let's go from like the most muscular to the least muscular. Mm-hmm. So you got the most hardcore one, which is of course bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. Then the next one is physique, which is the the one that I I took part in, mm-hmm. and followed by figure, and then you got bikini. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the super hardcore one bodybuilding is like slowly being phased out. Because um, it's not that marketable and it's too it's too hardcore. Mm-hmm. But then of course, it's a lot of hard work to get there. Yeah. Okay. So it's gross, but you know, to get to that level, they don't know how much it takes, how much dedication and sacrifice. Okay. Yeah. People just say, "Oh, gross, gross." Yeah. <laughs> not easy, right? But yeah. your physique is the one that you took part in. So how mm. is it different from uh, the bikini and there's one earlier before? Figure. Ah, figure. How is physique different from figure? Mm, more muscular. You got, you can see more mm, better conditioning in terms of the, the, the muscle. Yeah. You can see the lines. Oh, okay. So how many judges are there usually? 
Or you, rather, who are the judges? Uh, there's usually a panel, like the Singapore one, I don't know. <laughs> but, and the one that I took part in New York, uh, you, you got some professional judges from uh, perhaps the organizing committee itself, and also the invited judges from the big shows like Olympia. Oh. Yeah, there was one, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the you have the extreme hardcore one on the right. You have the bikini, which is the foundation, the starting, right? If you you can choose to take part in, mm-hmm. right? But you look at the bikini one, it's like, <laughs> like, already got muscle, but mm, a bit muscle, yeah. Oh, okay, so uh, so there are four different categories, and uh, that time when you took part, right, you deem the uh, physic physic one that is more suitable for you. Yes. Okay. But why not the figure? Uh, the poses are different, and you have to wear heels for figure and bikini. Oh. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what are the poses? And I, because I watch a actually I seldom watch, but I watch the other Schwarzenegger show lah. Mm. Is how how he prepare for it. There are certain poses that actually is a standard pose that everyone must do, right? Yes. Uh. Okay, so in figure and beginning, you only got your uh quarter poses and quarter you got poses. Yeah, you got your relaxed pose. It's a bit more, I'll say more 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 hiao and more feminine, which is not my style. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> so I prefer the more uh, hardcore poses, but you still have to look feminine and be feminine. Yeah. So of course you can't be like you can't strike out the poses like how guys do it. You have to do it in a very uh, in a women's way. <laughs> yeah. Way. Okay. Yes. So what? So what? Are one of the two poses. That you... For physique, you have the mandatory poses. You got your front double biceps, back double biceps, side chest, side triceps, and of course your abs and thighs. Yeah, hey, I so wanted to know. Eh, uh, yeah. does someone tell you all these poses? What if you forget on the stage? Like you know, stage fright. Then sometimes you, you know you forget. Then oh, uh, or you train so... until you already know what you need to do. Really. <laughs> So there'll be someone, yeah. The the MC will be saying it. Will be oh, all okay, okay. Will be all lined up uh, to hit the quarter poses. Then after that, the five and the poses. Uh, okay. So when you get on the stage, everyone will be all your fellow competitors will be there. But there is a moment where you stand alone, one, right? Everyone oh, that's your standing. your own routine. Oh, you want to show what also can? Yeah, but you have to choreograph your own routine. Uh. Oh, okay. So who choreographed for you? Myself, law. Oh, <laughs> you read online and choreograph online. Uh, you learn it from online. Um, no, no. You, I actually, as in, I, you have to think about how you connect the mu- music to the poses. Oh, there's a music, but who plays the music? Uh, who chose the music? I choose the music. Oh, wow. This is a lot of uh, effort, huh? Yes. It's not like, okay... Yeah, so it's like like Machang like choreographing a dance. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, so I have to like <laughs> I have to draw stick figures like as if I was planning for my yoga sequence. <laughs> wow, okay, okay, okay. 
Not easy, not easy, yeah. Mm. That took like a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, are you going to do it again soon? I might, but I will probably do it in Asia and not fly so far. <laughs> Did your... Um, so you were talking about nutrition being the 70%, right? So mm-hmm. how do you eat during competition time? Mm. I actually weigh out my food. Weigh out? Uh, so there's a, there's a certain amount of protein, certain amount of carbs, uh-huh. and fats, whether there's fat or no fat. Yeah. So towards the end, you're like cutting up the carbs and the fats. So it's mostly protein, and I have five or six meals a day. Oh, so you count your calories too? Uh, you, you decide what's your total calories and after that you s- cut down into like six meals huh? you split it into six meals how do you decide your ca- calories based on your body mass by your training hmm? but because you see calories you, you need enough calories or energy right because calories is energy mm-hmm. uh, then you need to train and you need to take in consideration that you are going to leave a uh, some, some form of heavy weights or continuously training, you also need to take that into calculation, right? For the calories. Yeah. So let's say you want to maintain, you've got to eat enough, no? So but what was your calories that time? 2,000? Uh, anyhow, I won't give you a figure. Actually, I don't know. What's the calories that... What's the figure that you had that time? The number? I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a, is there a formula to calculate all this? Online. Yeah, I think you can find it online. Oh, okay. So that's have it. Mm. There's a few websites with that. Uh, do you uh, eat like chicken breast? That's what they say. I just wanted mm. to know. Mm-hmm. Mostly chicken breast. Uh, Soap and hot water. Flex. No la, well, now it's so boring. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what they portray. Uh, fitness uh, diet is always... So in hot water and chicken breast, bokuri. That's, that's how you effort you want to put in. Uh, for me, I, I like to pan fry with uh, Cajun spice. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm, but of course, I don't put so much oil. I put like the pan spray. Yeah, just enough to coat the oh, pan. Okay. And my chicken doesn't burn. <laughs> During that period of time, right, do you bulk cook your meal? Yeah, because you don't have time or hard. You have to one shot mess prepare a lot. No? Oh. Mm. Is this what they were talking about? Like uh, uh, drinking water during the competition time. Mm. So do they uh, do they really need to avoid drinking so much during that period of time? Mm. Water retention, right? That's the that's the issue. issue. Different people have different plans, lah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. For so towards, towards the end, I, I actually load water. So when you have high water, you flush out more water. Oh. And like the last few days, then you cut, cut water. Cut water? Ah. How does cut water? That means um, there's different ways to do it. Lah. My way may not be what other people do. Okay, okay. So there's people who gradually half their water intake as you gradually near near your your comp date. Mm. Yeah. 
or people who just don't drink water on the last day, you know, on the last night or something like that. And there are a lot of myths uh, about bodybuilding. They say mm. some people they train until they faint eh, in the in the gym because uh, not enough water. Yeah, yeah, I think some people are so dehydrated and um, Oh you mean that's the true thing and that's a real thing. <laughs> okay. So towards the competition, you will be more uh, strict on your diet, you will cut water. Mm. And uh, during the competition time, um, there is also, you need to put on this uh, ointment uh, thing to look tan. Oh, um, yeah. It, yeah, everyone do that, right? Yeah. You see on the Instagram photo, like, since like, everyone do that. You have to because when the lights hit your body, uh-huh. uh, if your body is white, uh, will just bounce off, right? But when your body is dark, then you will absorb the light and show all the lines better. Oh, so that ointment actually turns you darker. Yes. Oh. So you, you, you can do it different ways. You can have the spray tan, which is better. Mm-hmm. Or you can do your own, uh, you put on the, the lotion yourself. Huh? Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's mm. supplement, eh? Just want to go back to the yeah. What supplement do you take? Like creatine or this? Mm, I think so when you go to New York, can take steroid now because Singapore cannot. But maybe overseas can. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that topic uh, is very sensitive. Okay, mm. jump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but people always think that oh, you take ready right, then you don't need to put in hard anymore. That's not yeah. true, right? Of course not. It's like. Mm, I ask you eat chicken breast but you don't work out. You see, you think you'll get big? Still become fat. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Big as in getting fatter. Uh, oh. But you don't get cut. Uh. You don't get the muscle. Uh. Oh, okay. Mm. But you know, uh, during competition period, let's say mm. you train five times a week and you're very strict with your diet. But if you have craving, for example, like ice cream, right? So how do you handle that? Some like, people, they have a cheat day every week. Oh, so okay. it keeps the leptin level high. Uh-huh. So leptin is actually a hormone that tells you you're full. Yeah. But some people they're okay, they don't need cheat meals, they can just keep going. Do you have one? Yeah, on and off You need to give yourselves a bit of love. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and so how do you motivate yourself? That competition period are very short on it. So how do you com- motivate yourself that period of time? Uh see Instagram or other people for me it's I already paid so much oh okay <laughs> for the etiquette for the competition you actually pay to take part in competition overseas yeah well this is the exact same thing as uh, Ironman races eh? it's like oh, oh I already signed up for Western Australia Ironman if I don't train, I go there, I suffer, and I never complete, I waste money. Okay lah, train lah, every day train lah. Because I need to go there, I pay already the air flight, ship my bike over, everything. Exactly the same, eh? <laughs> yeah, because you already sign up for something, you are pretty much committed to it. Mm-hmm. So if you back up, then, like, what's the point lah? What's the point of being so half-assed lah? Mm-mm-mm. If you want to do it, just go 100%, right? Yeah, yeah. So before I take part in the competition, I must think, think many times. I must think more than 10 times. Oh. Do I have the money? Do I have the time? Do I have the energy? Yeah. Hey, I want to ask you, uh, so after, 
let's say right now you are not doing any competition so you are doing a lot of uh, uh, different exercises uh, to keep yourself uh, uh, I would say I got more time to cross train uh, not just focus on my on strength and, and and building my muscle I can focus more on doing things like my yoga mm-hmm. mm, and also more functional training uh. more fun- functional I actually this thing about functional training seems to be uh, trend right now not say trend uh, but it's it keeps appearing on my radar yes. right now yeah coming up so what the hell is functional training yeah <laughs> What the hell? Yes, come. Uh, oh, now you must. Okay, my understanding. Yeah. Um, it's exercises or, or movement patterns that actually what we do in daily life. Mm-hmm. Like for example, um, a shoulder press. Okay, a shoulder press might look like how you load your luggage up to the cabin. Okay. But you need more than that. You need your core as well. But when you do like a machine shoulder press, it doesn't really work your core that much because it isolates, isolate out your just your shoulders. Oh. Um, mm. But whereas like a more functional way of training it would be like um, with a kettlebell, <laughs> and then you use the legs a bit more to you know <laughs> to get the momentum to bring the luggage up onto the cabin. Yeah. Recently, there's also I think I asked uh, some of the friends. Recently, there's also trend in uh, bodyweight fitness. Mm. I mean, so can I can I say that uh, bodyweight fitness is one of uh, functional training? Uh, like yoga is also one way of functional training, and uh, the other exercise, some of the uh, core exercises are also functional training. Like functional training is a very big word, right? So, yeah, like, you can sub, they can go into like gymnastic, bodyweight fitness, then mm. uh, the different exercises that you're teaching also. Mm. Wow. Hey, what's the question again? <laughs> no, no, no. The, the, the like bodyweight fitness, uh, what do you Because bodyweight fitness doesn't use kettlebell or this. Yeah. And, um, my question is what, what do you think about bodyweight fitness? What about all this? Uh, muscle up is like very gymnastic to me. Oh. Mm. But body weight to me is like mm, you can use it for strength like pull-ups is called body weight, right? Tricep dips also body weight. I do that also. I do that as well. You can also incorporate it into your strength workout. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Push-ups. Push-ups. Yeah, but sometimes I do like a chest press and I superset it with like push-ups. Yeah, I would say body weight is, is good, but it's, you don't need much, you don't need equipment. Mm-hmm. You don't need much tools. Like you can just go to a playground and all, all those fitness parks. Downstairs your HTB and you can just do it. Mm. Mm. But of course, you, if you don't have the strength to do one, uh, bodyweight exercises it's going to be harder to build up to get that that's why you might need weights to help you slowly get the strength in order to do a bodyweight exercise uh, hmm. I want to come back to the 
bodybuilding part uh, mm. towards the end I just want to ask if for example I have friends right, who are interested to be to go into bodybuilding uh, uh, then what, what, what advice will you give them think carefully <laughs> is it like think carefully because uh, all this stuff or and also because you were saying that you met uh, some friends in gym and they think that you have potential right Mm. What is this potential that they saw? Potential is your motivation or your physique is ideal for bodybuilding? Perhaps it's the the size, the your body sh- okay, body shape. Not not maybe like your your body proportion. Mm-hmm. Uh or like some parts of you are really quite developed and you potential to build up more to get more into um, that's the symmetry the muscle conditioning that is required for those competitions but but not all bodybuilders want to take part in competitions oh I would say bodybuilding is is a lifestyle mm. and to be called a bodybuilder doesn't mean oh you have to take part in competitions it's more like do you have the discipline to train that way, to eat that way, to live that way? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the training is like, oh, do you have time to, do you have the commitment to train like oh, five or six days a week? Uh, measure out your, your meals or at least have a vague idea of what you should be eating in order to look like that. Yeah. To maintain that body. Uh, I think yeah. the key thing here is uh, discipline. Uh. Discipline plays a big role in bodybuilding competition. Right? Yeah. I think it's for every sport. There's a discipline plays a big part, even for a triathlon. Yeah, that's right. Like you have the discipline to wake up at four a.m. to go and ride a bike before the cars come out and bend you down. <laughs> painful, uh, painful. But <laughs> okay. Hey, um, last question. Last question. Mm. Uh. The, are there any major misconceptions uh, I think people have about the women's body competi- competition? I think earlier we talked about one where uh, those super hardcore ones, although they might say, oh, looks very close, but uh, a lot of time, dedication and discipline is required to reach that stage, right? Uh, so are there any, any one major misconception that you think people have about women's body competition? Um... That muscles are gross, <laughs> too much muscle is gross on a woman's body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that women should be just looking like <laughs> I don't know, slim, slim and uh, slender. Yeah. But the thing is it's my body, I have an image of what I want to look like, so mm. what is it? Like, why is there any of a concern? Yeah. <laughs> or any of your business, like you want to look fat, that's a business. Yeah, I'm not gonna care unless you want to do something about it. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, actually it's uh I don't think I'm very big, but um, whenever I'm on out I'm outside, like in Singapore when I'm outside on the trains, uh I get very the look, 
Yes, I get very, I get judged. <laughs> Actually, this this thing, just to touch a little bit, I think that's because, uh, like for me, right, I'm okay uh, with uh, bodybuilding ladies. Mm-hmm. I'm actually quite okay. Because I think that's because uh, we are in the sports scene. Uh. I don't, I don't know. My, my take on this is, the the experience you have like that people give you you know like in Singapore they mm. the, the the look they give is because that person might not be in the sports scene so if you are in some sort of the sports scene right, you should be able to understand like for example if you are ever in Dragon Boat the ladies are just as strong if you are in canoeing huh, the NJC ladies are even stronger sometimes than the guys oh, so yes, yes. <laughs> yeah so if you so if you um if you are in this kind of sports, right, and then yes, you tend to be able to accept this because, you no, know, it's very normal. No, like this iron woman uh, say my muscles are gross. <laughs> oh, iron woman is a iron mean, lady. Yes. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I was saying yeah, so That is up to individual already. Then. Yeah, how open-minded they are. Mm-hmm. So usually those people who stare at me is like, <sighs> like, they have never seen the world. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because when I was in I was in the States, uh-huh. um, you get people looking at you, but it's those kind of like uh, look of uh, admiration or like uh-huh. respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I get that some sometimes in Singapore. Yeah, but mostly here the kind of looks is very rude, very like like kind like more than ten seconds kind like I have to stare back at them. <laughs> Yeah, before they look away. Wow. Mm. Yeah, so it's very... It's very disturbing. <laughs> it's also very different, uh, the culture. Yeah. Mm. The culture is very different. Uh. Over there, I would say, more common, people are more into the fitness scene. It's yeah. like lifestyle. Uh-huh. Uh, if you're not into fitness, then you're not cool, maybe. <laughs> in, in New York, at least. Yeah. New York. Uh. Will you uh, move there in the future? No. <laughs> oh, why? Expensive? Uh, people there are very rude. Oh, okay. Yes. New York, la, that's New York. La. I mm. like, I, I went to San Frank for a shopping time and... Uh, I think San Frank is nicer. Yeah, San Frank is nicer, right? Mm. Mm, more friendly. Mm. How, how long were you there in... Uh, I know two weeks, but one week in New York, one week in... One, one day in San Frank, then I drove up to Yosemite. Oh, okay. And one day in LA. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. LA equally rude. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, hey. This, this, this is not important. This a little bit out of the bodybuilding question, Eddie. Mm. Hey, how's the noodle, ah? Uh? The Momofuku noodle. Oh, that one, uh, I really want to ask you. I never asked you. Forget. Wait, I asked my girlfriend. Oh, you never had it, uh, she eat, uh? I had it, I had it, but I don't remember. Uh, so she says so-so, that's why I don't remember. <laughs> so-so, uh, hey, that guy is always on the news, I know, uh, it's on a like, famous documentary. The, eh. I, 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 I saw the the interview a long time ago. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then I thought, like, Momofuku sounds so cute, like, it's, it's a peach, right? Momofuku yeah. is peach, right? Yeah. So I wanted to try it. Man, just... So-so, uh. mm, so-so, leh. <laughs> wow, like that. Uh. <laughs> I was expecting some uh, uh, positive, uh, ultra positive feedback. Mm. Like, wow. I mean, because I'm very. Yeah, not into. I'm not, not into food, la, but like, I'm. I'm, I'm just kind of like. I like my food value for money. Mm-hmm. So if it's like overhyped, 
overmarketed mm-hmm. because it's a trend, then I don't, yeah, not my style, not my kind of thing to follow trends. Do you need to go for a long queue or just went in, <laughs> no queue? I went early. It's, it was open at, I think, 5.30. I was there at 5.20. People were queuing up already. <gasps> so it's a queuing thing. Uh. It's like yeah, Singapore. It's if people queue, then we will queue. Uh. That means it's good. <laughs> yeah. But I would say the ramen is nothing like what you can eat in Japan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Uh. Mm. So, yes. Thank you, Carol. Uh, this is all people. So I hope you enjoy the audio session. So uh, I'll put some of Carol's Hmm, work link uh, I mean to her fitness first site uh, link on the show notes so uh, if you're looking for bite size fitness content you can also sign up for our newsletter and uh, if you can leave an honest review on iTunes that will be even more awesome so till next week bye bye alright see you guys bye bye